This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Hi there. It's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. Tonight. Nobody ever asked me if I could act. This joke and, and you couldn't. <laughs> E.T.'s Fresh Prince reunion, first look. We really let people in. Our exclusive with the stars. There are like a lot of surprises for us. Then another surprise. Meredith! The girls want to see McDreamy. How Grey's kept McDreamy's return under wraps for months. There was a magic to our connection. Plus, is SNL planning a Joe Biden switch up? What? What Jason Sudeikis just told us about taking back the role. Oh, boy. Then film stars sound off. Jude Law on co-star Johnny Depp's firing, Kate Winslet on topping a Tom Cruise record, and the movie role that nearly made Mel Gibson go mad. I was scared the whole time. Am I McDreaming, or was that a shocking return on Grey's Anatomy? You are absolutely not McDreaming. It's real. I was screaming at the TV like, what? It is exactly what we needed to lift our spirits in 2020. Oh, you are right about that. And that's not all, because this is a story of a Fresh Prince Bel Air reunion. <laughs> You're not ready for this trailer. You couldn't be ready for this trailer. How crazy is it walking in here? Nobody ever asked me if I could act. This joke, and you couldn't. And you couldn't. <laughs> this two-minute first look features all the Fresh Prince regulars and ends with the most anticipated part of the reunion, Janet Hubert, who was recast after playing Aunt Viv for the show's first three seasons. I couldn't celebrate 30 years of Fresh Prince without Janet. Wow. <gasps> The reunion, which airs next Thursday on HBO Max, will be Will and Janet's first time together on camera in 27 years. I'm very happy for, for both of them yeah. to have found a way to um, come together, mm -hmm. mend old wounds, and let things move on. 
And this is the surprise Grey's Anatomy reunion that still has everyone talking. Derek! Here's what we know about Patrick Dempsey's return after his character was killed off five years ago. McDreamy's cameo appearing to Ellen Pompeo's character after she passed out was shot in September and kept top secret. Most of the cast and studio execs didn't even know. The scene was filmed in Malibu, where both Ellen and Patrick have homes. 2020 has been a really long, ugly road, and we were so happy just to be able to be able, you know, to film these scenes and know how much joy it was going to bring people was really, we definitely had a ball. There was a magic to our connection. Patrick says the experience was, quote, a very healing process. There's been lots of speculation that his exit was caused by some behind-the-scenes drama. <laughs> You only get killed off when your behavior is bad. If you're a nice actor, you die nice. But based on the teaser for next week's episode, this isn't the last we'll see of McDream. I miss you! I know! From a gray shocker to SNL, is Jason Sudeikis returning as the president-elect? The year was 1900 rat-a-tat-tat, okay? <laughs> I'm kind of spoken for for half the year doing this show for Apple TV Plus uh, called Ted Lasso. So I'll be, you know, in the UK overseas for a huge chunk of time, and that chunk of time usually overlaps. So I, I wouldn't want to, you know, half-ass playing uh, the president-elect. Jim stepped in for you. How do you think he did? He was great. When I was unable to do it, and, and you know, you, you're like, oh, I wonder who it's going to be. You know, I hope it's not some turkey. And then they end up getting a living legend. Tomorrow night, Jason's throwing an online fundraiser called Thundergong. It's to help amputees get prosthetic limbs and will include Blake Shelton and Camila Cabello. This is our fourth year. It's a charity concert we do for a, a charity called Steps of Faith, which helps people buy arms and a leg without letting them uh, cost an arm and a leg. You know, uh, this year's is as important, if not more, than ever. We love when celebrities use their platform for good. All right, some movie news now. Johnny Depp will reportedly still receive millions for a film he will no longer be in. And Rachel Smith just spoke to one of Johnny's co-stars. Hey, Rach. I did, Nichelle. Jude Law is having to adjust after Johnny was let go from the new Fantastic Beast movie. How are you and the cast feeling about, you know, such a major role having to be recast in the midst of production? It was unusual for me because, in fact, Johnny had actually only done a day's filming, I think, on his own. For I do not fight out of hatred. Johnny claims he was asked to resign after losing his so-called wife-beater libel case. Deb's contract still reportedly requires him to be paid more than $10 million. In a franchise like this, the studio and the company make the big decisions, and you have to go along with those because, you know, we're just a member of the team. Because I deserve this! In Jude's new movie, The Nest, he stars alongside Carrie Coon as a father whose marriage is unraveling. In real life, the 47-year-old dad to six, who announced his newest arrival in September, has been through several high-profile relationships and remarried last year. What I loved about this script is that it looks at the effort it takes to make a marriage work. You have to communicate, you have to work things through and be in it for the long run. Relationships are complicated and hard. They should be because humans are complicated and hard, right? I think we're all learning that in the quarantine. <laughs> yeah, if ever we found that out, it was this year. Speaking of the quarantine, Mel Gibson is telling E.T. about his coronavirus battle. I already had the stuff back in April. You know? I know, how are you doing? I was pretty miserable for a couple of weeks, but you know, 
I think the overwhelming thing about the whole thing is fatigue. 64-year-old Mel was hospitalized for a week, but clearly he's made a full recovery and is out promoting his new dark comedy, Fat Man, in theaters today. He plays a very bad Santa. I'm a silly fat man in a red suit. It certainly has a kind of a a darker thing about it, but I think it's it's funny. It amused me when I read it. Underneath it all, it's a kind of a good sort of heartwarming sort of message. Christmas is a farce. I am a joke. There hasn't been any real spirit of the season anymore. Not for years. This is actually Mel's 56th film. And can you believe his Oscar winner Braveheart turns 25 this year? E.T. was on the set. Good work on that Zoom. These guys should be kind of like moving in. What do you remember most from that project? There were 3,000 people on the set, and they all looked at you like you knew what you were doing. There's no better excitement, and I was scared the whole time. They may take our lives, but they may never take our freedom. Hooray! <laughs> but they'll never take our freedom! There are a couple of good reasons this film holds such a special place in Mel's heart. It gave him his only Oscars for Best Director and Best Picture. Michelle? Good stuff, Rach. Thanks so much. All right, well, let's talk about another Oscar winner now, Kate Winslet. You know, she's no stranger to sacrificing for her art, those water scenes in Titanic. I mean, ow. But she took things next level for the upcoming Avatar sequels. Miss, hold my breath for seven minutes and 14 seconds underwater. Come on, world record. What I mean, beating Tom Cruise, what's up with that? It was brilliant, and I was yeah. very proud of myself. And I'd probably never be able to do it again. And that was, you know, that came at the end of four weeks worth of quite intense training. And it was in the dive tank, it was in the training tank. Kate's breaking records and going all CGI in Avatar 2, but she gets very raw in her new period romantic drama with Saoirse Ronan, Ammonite, in theaters now and on demand December 4th. I don't want to go back to the life I had before you. This love story is being dubbed today's version of Kate's original epic romance. I'm flying, Jack. There's even a subtle nod to this iconic scene. You're oh a self-proclaimed like Titanic fan, like the biggest Titanic fan. So when you know you're doing a movie with Kate, do you try to keep it cool or do you just have that fangirl moment? Kate is so cool. I was shooting Little Women at the time and I went to do a shot with Timothy where we're on the ice sort of swing each other around and the camera follows us and it's it's like a carbon copy of the famous shot in Titanic. And I said to him, I was like, this is our Jack and Rose moment. Mm -hmm. And then I went back to my to my chair and got my phone out and Kate had called and I was like, I've just done your shot. Oh my God, we have to do this film together. There is an argument to be made that Mary and Charlotte could be today's Jack and Rose. However, would she leave her um, in the frozen water, probably mm. not. Well, they would have both been able to fit on that door because Sersha is a slip of a thing. That whole would Jack fit on the door debate is something Leo's addressed before with these two. That is the biggest controversy, I would think. Ever. In modern cinema history. Can, can, can you squeeze her? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
No comment. Right? <laughs> Did you mention it at the time? Were you like, should it's, we make the door smaller? So like that? I said, I have no comment. <laughs> <laughs> it's movie magic. Margot's making her own movie magic in Dreamland. Out today, she plays a fugitive on the run. The thief and murderer, Allison Wells. If you see this woman, do not confront her. Margot romances a young farmer played by Finn Cole and persuades him to become her accomplice. You know what the worst part of dying is, kid? Is being forgotten. The excitement of it was was something that we had. I had to tune in to. As the older woman talking, I would say it's not worth it. Don't do it. <laughs> the reality of it sucks. One of Margot's biggest fans, her brother Cameron, who's become an Instagram star himself. Is it kind of crazy that he's got like this crazy little fandom himself? It's like I get such a smug little giggle out of hearing you say that because he would scoff and roll his eyes like, oh, please, I'm not fan of your no. And also for research purposes, uh -huh. of course, we checked out Cameron's <laughs> social media situation. And sorry, everyone, he has since deactivated his Instagram. That's so 2020 of him. <laughs> <laughs> well, now to our Patricia Heaton exclusive, spilling the tea on her former TV husband. It was just like yesterday. Why Patty says Ray Romano throws the best parties in Hollywood. Meanwhile, why she's hanging out with nuns in Nashville. Gotta give a shout out to St. Cecilia's Convent. Sister Mary Sharon. Then Michael Weatherly gets serious. That's not my usual mode on right. ET. The change he's taking on for the new season of Bull and Keegan-Michael Key crying over Christmas? Why his new holiday flick left him in tears. I'm all done. Getting emotional now. Hey everyone, it's Kevin Frazier from Entertainment Tonight. You know what, if you enjoy listening to our ET podcast, guess what, you'll really enjoy watching the TV show. Tune in every weeknight for all the late-breaking entertainment news. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com. That's Patricia Heaton in Rwanda celebrating as fresh water comes from a new water system. Only ET joined her there on a World Vision mission, and Patricia continues doing her good work with the organization. We caught up with her here in Nashville, where she recently bought a home. Now, Nashville's a place that you are knowing quite well these days. The food is fantastic. My sister, the sister, is here. That's yeah, right. Yeah, we gotta give a shout out to St. Cecilia's Convent. Sister Mary Sharon and Aquinas College. Amazing. So yes. your sister really is a sister. Yeah, she's a sister. Hi, everybody. It was from here in Nashville where Patty recently zoomed in for that Everybody Loves Raymond reunion. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great opportunity for us to get together. You know, Ray usually has a Labor Day party yeah. every year since Raymond started where we come together. By the way, every show that he's been on since, those people come to this party. Oh, my god. So I'm hoping that the next party that Martin Scorsese, Robert De Niro, Joe Pesci right. will be there, because that's who he's working with now. Patty's all about giving back. She invited me to World Vision's holiday event, which helped those hit hard by the pandemic. This is our World Vision uh, little family box. So this is enough food to feed a family of five for a week. People can also donate alpacas to needy families so they can sell the animals valuable wool. You are, oh, hey, ouch. And sometimes I'm spitting you. Watch out for the spitting. <laughs> Those alpacas were pretty feisty, but they sure are cute. Now, you may have noticed Patty's beautiful necklace. Well, she designed it for World Vision, and it's available in their catalog. All right, next up, another TV favorite. 
It's so cuckoo bananas. Bull is back. Michael Weatherly on switching things up for season five. I am trying to introduce some athleisure wear. Plus, Ricky Martin, why his new movie role is confusing his kids. My name is Don Juan Diego. No, puppy, puppy, your daddy. And we're with the stars of The Crown before Sunday's Princess Diana debut. I'll see you at the altar. strange times. I was afraid we were never going to get to go back in the courtroom. That's right. Buckle up for the return of the hit CBS drama Bull in just three days. Oh, I'm so ready for it to be back. And like many productions, the coronavirus will be front and center. Kevin Frazier talked to the cast exclusively before Monday's premiere. The second we have this virus in hand, we're going to be back in court and we're going to be ready. How crazy is going back to work in the middle of a pandemic. I actually directed the first episode that we shot coming back into production. And if I sound serious, it's because we took it really seriously. And I know that's not my usual mode on right. ET. Yeah, to be honest, we're more used to this guy. But it's okay, Michael's put his signature humor to work behind the scenes of the premiere. The episode is called My Corona. So cuckoo bananas, but so has the last eight months been. Michael, I do want to know, Bull is stylish. What's going on with the fashion? Is Bull keeping up? <laughs> yes, I am trying to introduce some athleisure wear. If I could just chase down that last 20 pounds, I'd, I'd actually do the Tom Ford suit a favor and look good in it, but I'm doing my best. I'm doing my best. This season, Dr. Jason Bull is a new dad to baby daughter Astrid. New full-time cast member Yara Martinez plays the baby's mama and is also Bull's ex-wife. You okay if I move my things in here? You mean your furniture? How is it playing the mama to Bull's baby's mama? I will say my wardrobe is a lot of pajamas, <laughs> peach sweatpants. Michael's probably seen me in pajamas almost as much as my husband. Frey, this is now the fifth season for Bull. What is it like, the groove between y'all now? We created this chemistry that people wait to see every Monday night, and that's rare. If I could just add, Kevin, and by no means take this as a slight, it's also about great hair. <laughs> <laughs> Damn you, all that hair. Damn, all that hair on your head. Don't forget old MC over here. That quaff is tight. <laughs> now, Kevin also spoke to the dynamic cast of the holiday musical, Jingle Jangle, A Christmas Journey. And I know what I'm watching this week in yep, the stars too. admitting that being on set was 100% pure magic. Do all you guys, do you dancers, you have helped. You got emotional. I got very emotional. I had spent weeks with these dancers and they were just good kids, and you at every take, you watch them give their all. Just give their all every time. I'm all gone. Getting emotional now. Could you feel that this was something special, that this was different? Well, yeah. There was no way you couldn't feel it. Do you think you're ready for it? You can see from our exclusive behind the scenes just how epic Miss Felicia's and Keegan's Victoria-era Christmas musical is. Shot on location in England, it also features music by one of its producers, John Legend. For 10-year-old Broadway star Madeline Mills, 
It was one of the highlights of her movie debut. I mean, that was beyond cool. I was like, oh my gosh, that is Mr. John Legend. And he's actually in front of me, like standing there. I actually met him. It was so crazy. <laughs> well, it's crazy because I'm starstruck by Madeline because she is so good. She is the heart and soul of this film. Jingle Jangle, A Christmas Journey is streaming now on Netflix. It stars Forrest Whitaker as a magical toy maker, double-crossed by Keegan, who plays his former assistant. What's wrong, Grandpa? This brought you back to singing. How was how that for you? At first I was nervous, you know, really nervous, seeing if I had, I could still sing and all. I was doubting myself. And then he would start coming to set, you know, he really got into it. He'd come to set with his, you know, the singers with their neck wrapped with the towel and they were <laughs> drinking their tea and Ricola. I can't talk loud because I, I have to sing. But there's one cast member who didn't get to play along with everyone else. Ricky Martin's the voice of puppet Don Juan Diego and did all his work in a recording studio by himself. Fools, 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 fools. <laughs> have your kids had a chance to see this yet? Listen, the, the twins, yes, the babies, no, but I've been rehearsing all these lines like crazy in the house. I keep screaming, my name is Don Juan Diego. And they go like, what? we lost our dad. <laughs> Who is this guy? No, Papi, Papi, your daddy, not Don Juan Diego. Why can I picture you running around your house doing the same thing for a Well, role? that's because I'm your TV husband and you read me like a book. I do know you very well. <laughs> yeah, all right, coming up, the creative way the cast of The Crown celebrated their season four premiere. Hey everyone, it's Kevin Frazier from Entertainment Tonight. You know what? If you enjoy listening to our ET podcast, guess what? You'll really enjoy watching the TV show. Tune in every weeknight for all the late-breaking entertainment news. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com. How did The Crown pull off a premiere while London's in lockdown? Well, with a little trickery. Mm -hmm. The stars are actually standing in their own homes. They were each sent a red carpet and a backdrop to make it look like they were at the premiere. Very clever. I mean, we're in a new normal. You gotta do what you gotta do. Season four hits Netflix this Sunday. Princess Diana enters the scene, played by Emma Corrin. Anyway, I'll see you at the altar. And Gillian Anderson is dead on as Margaret Thatcher. Who is the senior? I am. No. I definitely felt like I needed to get it right. She's an incredibly divisive character. You don't want to end up uh, making a fool of yourself. Oh, you didn't, Jillian. You know, she had a really good support system to her boyfriend. Peter Morgan actually created the show. Season four is great. Bye-bye, <laughs> everybody. If you like entertainment tonight, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. In the climate-ravaged year of 2072, the city of Pura stands as a miraculous green haven, a geoengineered paradise that protects fortunate residents from the global catastrophes of heat domes, fires, floods, and droughts. Demetria Lopez heads up Pura's public relations, tirelessly promoting the city's idyllic image. But when she stumbles upon a dark secret that, if exposed, would be the downfall of Pura's existence, she must decide who and what 
she is willing to protect. From Wondery, the makers of Academy and Dr. Death, The Last City stars actors Reyes Seahorn, Jeannie Tirado, and Maury Sterling. Follow The Last City on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of The Last City early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus.